nights I laid awake, I pray for better life Now I wake up with a body like I said I might This is better life, you never try, I bet it right This is better life, you never try, I bet it right You been stuck this way, you up because you never tried Want a better life, I had a time, I bet it right Good morning! <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Oh gosh. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> hello, hello, everybody. We are back. We're back. Yeah. Let's talk dash. Let's. I'm talk your host, dash. Daniel Diaz Bravo. Daniel Diaz hyphen Bravo. Uh, and this is my beautiful co-host, Miss Ashley Haby. Hello, hello. Good morning. <laughs> Today why we're going to... So, why is that so funny? Oh, because this is my favorite. <laughs> you guys don't know this, but we were actually... Um, I was actually practicing my pitches for good morning. You know, tomorrow's a new day, and so I got to come up with a new pitch. <laughs> you know? And I got to get it right. So I'm just practicing for tomorrow morning is all. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's my favorite. It's really my favorite when he says it and there's a cup of coffee in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> then it's really a good morning. A French mocha iced three a, quarters. A what? A whatever. Is a, that what it is? Yeah, French mocha iced three quarters of the chocolate sauce. Okay. 20 ounce. Yep. And what uh, kind of ha- milk? Half and half. Or uh, the low fat one. Yeah. 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 That's tough. That's a tough one to remember. She made this all up and I'm uh, 100% sure she made it up on the go. Like this human being didn't even have that on their menu. You made it up. Correct. So it's very difficult. It's so difficult. And I just got to be honest here, which I always will be. It's so difficult that I have it in her notes in her as her like saved information on my phone, on my iPhone. But yeah, 20 ounce French mocha iced. Three quarters of the chocolate sauce, chocolate <laughs> sauce, and uh, the and then, low fat milk. Yeah, as you were saying that, that was the first and thought. It's, it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a no on the straw, yes on the bean. <laughs> Every <laughs> it, time. Thank you very much. Every time. Yep. <laughs> no on the straw and yes on the bean. Yeah. I was actually thinking that when you were saying it about it being in your notes. And I was actually thinking that's probably some good practical advice for people in relationships who might want to surprise their significant other with their favorite coffee or Taco Bell burrito or something like that. Yeah, Just I mean, store it in your notes. Efficiency. Yeah, for sure. Or figure out a way to remember it, right? There's, you got those people that are always like, uh, oh, I'm just so bad at names, right? I'm so bad at names. Oh, I, I'm not going to remember that. I'm just so bad at remember things that she loves or he loves. I'm just so bad at gifting. I say that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. And I probably, you know, I'll, I'll take my own advice. But when it comes to names, I'm actually super, super, I take a lot of pride, mm-hmm. you know, in remembering names. And this is a lesson I learned back when I started in real estate at the home building company. But you, you can either say you're really bad at remembering names or you can Nike up and figure out a way to remember people's names mm-hmm. and make it a point and be intentional about remembering somebody's name. Oh, that's good. That's good for almost like for today, like, like making a point and being intentional in your relationship in the words that come out of your mouth for the day in the things that you do or don't do, you know, for, for your person, like yeah, being intentional, right? You can say like, because I had a really bad work day, 
I'm going to go home and that's what's going to pour into my person. Or you can be intentional about it and say that you're going to go home and you're going to put all that to the side. And like you said in our last episode or two episodes ago, give your last appointment, give your person the best of you. Yep. Yeah. So... And here's the thing, at the end of the day, I don't care if it's in your notes or not, because when you bring me that cup of coffee and it's perfect and I've got that bean and no straw, mm, I just love it so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and you know, I mean, it's it took me a long time. I'm not going to text you every time and be like, hey, what is that again? Because that's embarrassing. I don't think you've actually ever, I think you went with me like two times to order it. And, and then, probably one of those times I was over here in the back. But, yeah. Yeah typing it in while you're saying it and I was like that is so smart when you finally told me you had it in there <laughs> I was like that's a really that's efficient that's I actually played it off for a while I remember like you just knew it all like I knew it knew it all good and stuff <laughs> well you do you do now because yeah. he that was just memory I also know your number too oh yeah I'm not gonna say it on the air but <laughs> one t- one shot one kill I know and no joke guys guys I I, cause you know, we live in a world now where everything is at your fingertips. You ask Siri to call or you just, you know, so you don't remember numbers the way it was whenever we were growing up and you had to actually dial out the little black book. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so we would go to the grocery store and you put in the phone number for the reward points and I would be so excited to be like, okay. And I would always be like, three numbers off or four numbers off. And then it got down to like one number off. And finally I know it now, but my goodness, it took me some time. And then he, he does it one time. One shot, one kill. <laughs> <laughs> one shot, one kill. Every- just a quick reminder is all I needed. Oh, really? Yeah. Just a small reminder. Yeah. So. All right. Well, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, we were going to talk about something with relationships. I know we kind of went on the tangent of like the intentionality and just that kind of stuff, which is good. Um, what kind of, what kind of relationship stuff that's kind of, that's part of our feedback that we have been hearing a lot is I've had people tell us like they're sitting down together as a couple and listening to us and just kind of taking, taking it in and, um, kind of learning from it and applying it into their own relationships and stuff. So, yeah, I would say this, you know, number one, we are not like professionals. We're not doctors. We're not psychiatrists. We're not relationship, uh, you <laughs> no, know, <we're> cool. <laughs> relationship therapists or, or no shit like that. So we want to make that absolutely clear. Although, although I did go to school for nine years. Guys. Okay. Dr. Daniel Diaz hyphen Bravo is really. And it's not because he's dumb. He is actually the freaking most, one of the most, he always plays this down guys, but he is one of the smartest, smartest like people in the world. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yes. But nine years, I was the living Van Wilder. (laughs) (laughs) And I promise you I'm not a doctor. Guarantee it. But, so yeah, I just wanted to disclose that we're not therapists or yeah. anything like that. I think, you know, we just want to share what we do, um, how we communicate, how uh, we tolerate or don't tolerate. You know, I was thinking about this the other day is I have just never been afraid. And this isn't bad. Again, you you know, we talked about, you know, I'm going to say things or whatever, but I have never been afraid to hurt her feelings if it was something that she 
that I felt she needed to hear and vice versa, you know? Um, and, and, and I think that kind of falls under that intentionality of the relationship. You know, I want us to intentionally communicate. Yeah. You know, so if you're doing something I dislike, I want to intentionally tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. And in turn, it might hurt your feelings, but it does get you better. And when you tell me the truth, it makes me better. And it sucks. But but Sometimes. with that, okay, I think that the way that it is said has a lot to do with if it does hurt someone's feelings or not. And we kind of dialed into that, dived into that, into one of the topics where we were talking about the can I, how people have a hard time with constructive criticism. But if you kind of preface it with like, hey, are you open to some can I, right? Are you open to some of that feedback? Mm-hmm. Whether it hurts their feelings or not, I think prefacing it with that can kind of make the conversation better. I think it's no different than in relationships, right? When we go to each other, like you said, with that intentionality in our communication and with that seeking to understand and like really hear from one another, I feel like whether the information is going to hurt or not, when it's said with intentionality and it's said like from a true place of like care and concern, it makes the world of a difference. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I thought I would share something. This was kind of cool. And you know, I mean, we're talking about relationships, so I might as well share it. But everyone knows, obviously, there's like red flags in relationships. Like, oh, I should have seen that. That was a red flag, you know. But I found this this like Pinterest thing that was about the green flags of relationships. Oh, and when this I, is new. Yeah. And when I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is cool. I want to check it out. And I seriously, we have all of them and no, like really I was like, okay. And we've talked about some of these already. I'm going to, and I'm going to share them because I think obviously like just sharing them with people, we had a lot of people say, man, I really never thought about that. And you guys mentioned it and it really opened my mind to applying it to my own relationship or maybe taking a step back and seeing it from a 30,000 feet above or whatever. Right. So it's like, You hear people all the time talk about the red flags of relationships, but what about the green flags? So let's just share those. And then that way, whoever's listening can kind of take a peek at their own relationship and be like, oh yeah, I have those or we need to work on those or whatever, you know? So dump them them if you don't have them, (laughs) get rid of them. You got to tighten up your circle. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Okay. So like the first one on here is communicates openly. Okay. You know, and obviously we, we've talked about that, but communication truly is key. I feel like that's the number one piece of advice that people give at weddings. You like dump advice on these cards, you know, what's the success to a happy marriage? And so many people say communication is key. And I can now say 100% that communication is key. So communicating openly is a green flag. Um, vulnerability. Mm vulnerability man that's a tough one for me we can really dive into that vulnerability Mm -hmm. because I've always had a wall up right I mean I'm not going to talk about my feelings and probably the last I'm 34 now and at 26 is when I really started working on my attitude my anger right I used, you know, I used to be a very angry person. I used to have a chip on my shoulder. And I heard a lot of people 
and pushed a lot of people out. Good and bad. Good and bad people. But it was me not it was me putting up that wall, that defense mechanism that just wouldn't allow me to be vulnerable. Right? Uh, I remember growing up, if you cried in front of my dad, he would tell you to get the fuck out of his face and go cry to your mom. Get out of my face, right? So this like machismo, I'm a man, men don't cry, men don't show their feelings is what I grew up with, right? And up until I was 26, right, this is what some of the some some close people to me would say to me uh dan that's just who you are right and if people don't understand that or if she doesn't understand that then you know that's not the one for you right this whole thing of that's just who you are right you're never going to change kind of thing <clears throat> well to me it was like well, no that's you don't understand this when i started becoming more vulnerable to you know, showing my feelings and things like that was, well, you don't, I don't want to be that guy, right? I don't want to, you know what I mean? I don't want to be an asshole to everybody and I don't want to be angry and I don't want to wear a chip on my shoulder, you know? And so that's kind of when it started with me. That's when the shift in my brain happened. And uh, over time, I've learned vulnerability And over time, my vulnerability has helped out so many other people that grew up the same way that I did. Or, you know, it's a simple, hey, man, uh, no one gives a fuck about how tough you are. Right? Like, you're not proving anything to anybody. You know? Is that who you really want to be? Is an angry person um, and not show your feelings? You know? And so I started seeing the shift in, hey, my vulnerability, once I opened up and and decided, hey, that's not who I want to be, and uh, I can share my story and share my feelings with people to get the point across, you know, my life started to change for the better, you know, um, better people started coming into my life or I, you know, uh, chose to be around better people with that vulnerability. That was, um, the hardest thing to accept though. Right. Vulnerability like, Oh man. And it's something I appreciate about you a lot. I mean, one of the, it's one of the most, I don't know. It's just one of my favorite things that I appreciate about you and about our relationship, right? Like vulnerability is on this relationship green flag. And honestly, since the very beginning, like you and I have always been really, really vulnerable with one another. And I remember reading that quote or something one time and sharing it with you. Where is it? Gosh, we need to start learning to bring water down here. (laughs) I'm like, but I remember reading that quote where it was like, True intimacy doesn't happen until there's like that vulnerability. Mm. Remember, it was like something about that. And it was like, it's such a huge part of us in our relationship is our vulnerability and your, especially your vulnerability, like to be a man and to put your pride to the side and be vulnerable with me about all of the things. I just feel like that has definitely played a large part in the strength of our relationship. 
Would you agree? Oh, 100. Yeah, yeah. no, 100%. And it's tough. I get it, guys. You big, tough guys, you. <laughs> get out of here with that shit. But yeah. be vulnerable. It's, sure. real simp- it's real simple. You can uh, you can answer to a lot of your, your past demons if you just start to be vulnerable. Yeah, for sure. And, and honest with yourself. You know, the, the last episode we did talk about mental toughness, and that's part of it. You know, you do have to be mentally tough so that you can be vulnerable because vulnerability, there are weak spots. There are your weaknesses. Those are your demons. And so to me, when you can, when you can be vulnerable, you can answer to those demons. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I wake up every day and I have to fight those demons and answer to those demons every single day still at 34. But uh, I think vulnerability can certainly help you do that. For sure. What else you got? Okay, so another green flag for relationships is practices self-care. Okay. Which I think is super important because obviously we know if we're not taking care of ourselves, then we can't take care of the ones that we love most, right? So like we can't pour from an empty cup. Um, So that one was really good. This one, like long-standing friendships... I really like this one a lot because I've been in several relationships where you like the person or whatever, right? You're attracted, whatever it is. But are you really friends? Like friendship is is so important in a relationship. So it's like, are you with someone that, you know, is your best friend? Yeah. That one, I really love that one. Yeah, and we're definitely best friends. And we really did. We started off by being friends, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, people say that all the time. Oh, you, you know, you got to be friends. But now it's like a true thing. Like to me, it's like if you're not friends first. Yeah. You know, because a lot of people too, especially in high school. And I don't even know if I remember this right, but you know, well, oh, you're just my friend. I don't want to ruin that friendship. Right. If we start dating. Yeah. He's just my friend. And like, what if we ruin the friendship? Like that's such dumb shit. <laughs> yeah because it's it's really the truth like a a really strong relationship I think friendship is such part of that foundation you know Mm -hmm. for sure and for like the younger high schoolers and the younger kids listening right if there's someone who wants to be your friend and you can actually connect on that level without it being something physical you know we live in a society of just so such sexuality like if you're able to develop a friendship on that deep personal level versus the attractive physical sexual side of it my goodness it's just such it's just such a different relationship yeah well and then you automatically I think you know if you if you become a really good friends with somebody and you build that first you will eventually be attracted to them uh, physically too, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's just, uh, the brain just naturally yeah, happens. I mean, I got to tell you, like, um, you could be a supermodel hot, right? But if I can't hold a conversation, and I've told you this a million times, if I cannot hold a conversation with you, good God, like get out. Get out of my face. I'm serious. Like the intellectual piece to me, and this comes just across the board, you know, 
I mean, I just can't do it. You know, if you can't hold a conversation with me and get into the depth of life, get on my face for sure. <laughs> That's the truth. Well, good thing we have that then. Yeah, huh? no, I would agree. I would agree. Well, you're hot too. So there's that. <laughs> Hotter than the supermodel? The supermodel doesn't even compare. Oh, really? That's why I'm his favorite. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, couple of other ones on here. Um, self-sufficiency. I think that's, that's really awesome. Like being able to be self-sufficient on your own before you're in a relationship, mm -hmm. you know, um, empathy, which I think kind of dials into that seeking to understand, right? You've mm -hmm. got to be empathetic and seek to understand the person that you're with. All of these are the green flags in relationships. Um, honoring boundaries, you know, I think that that is super, super important. And then this one, you know, I love this one. Yeah, just, just guess. Let's just see. It's just, oh, I love this one so much. I, uh, but I just think, know. just guess one thing. Well, you've already said communication, ESP. Okay, we'll chat about that in a second. Okay, I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> supporting supporting your personal growth. Oh, supporting the personal growth. Yeah, which we've talked about this a few times, mm -hmm. but yeah, really supporting your personal growth. It's um I think we've both been there in past relationships. We've, you know, or we haven't had that before. Mm -hmm. So with us personally supporting the personal growth is another huge part of our strength. Yeah. You yep. know. Let's go back to is that all of them? So they practice self-care, the long friendship piece, empathy, vulnerability, self-sufficiency, communicating openly, honoring boundaries, self-responsibility. So like just taking responsibility, being accountable for their actions is how I would see that, right? Yeah. Like self and then supporting the personal growth. I just, I just found it on Pinterest and I thought so many people talk about the negative and the red flags of relationships. And it's like, why don't we, I, I pulled this and I didn't even share these with you prior to the podcast. So no, we just kind of, just kind of did it. The self-sufficiency one though is important because, um, you know, you've, you've got to really be, you, you've got to really figure out you first. For sure. 100%. And, and hold the line to who you truly are. Not well, yeah, kind of in a selfish way, but like know who you are first and hold the line to what you truly believe in. Mm -hmm. And then the other person that comes into your life, I mean, the right person, and I didn't believe this, right? I wasn't a big believer in the soulmate or the right one, right? Those types of things that the, that, you know, the Disney channel tells you about and all the love shit. Right. Until it really happened. Right. Everything fell into place. The conversations fell into place. The healthy conflicts fell into place. Um, you, when, when you see eye to eye on the vision, right. The three year, five year, 10 year vision, right. That then you're like, holy shit. Which brings us back to the ESP thing. I, and I didn't even know. Can you tell us what ESP stands for? 
Oh, I have to, let me Google the actual, I'll, I'll Google the actual like definition, but I mean, most of you have probably heard it. And if you haven't, then we'll tell you, but ESP is like literally when two people are so in sync, you think the same thing or go to say something at the same time or you know what each other is thinking. It's, and it's a real, it's a real thing. Yeah. Extra sensory perception. There you go. Yeah. Extra sensory perception. And by the way, I had no idea what the hell that was until she came along. She came along. Yeah. And it was like ESP. I was like, what in the world? But so first of all, we have it often. Yeah. And it can be like, I know what he's thinking or he knows what I'm thinking or we'll go to say something that's the same at the same time. And the, uh, it was the first or the second podcast we did. I don't remember. Yeah. We were going back listening and he's like, did you realize that all you said was like, remember that one time when you told that realtor and then I was crying and he just was like, oh yeah, I knew what I was talking about. Within seconds. Yeah. Like that's, ESP, you know, and of course I didn't even realize that I was so vague in the way that I explained it. Do you remember that one time (laughs) when you told the realtor and I was going, I've talked to 300 realtors in the last couple of months. What are you you talking about? Yeah. No, he just knew. Yeah. Like he literally, it's crazy, you know, stuff like that. Because obviously we told you this is, these are real. These are live. We don't edit these. We don't talk about any kind of, we don't say like, we pick a topic and that's it, right? Mm -hmm. We pick a topic and that's it. Sometimes we just dive in. Yeah. We don't even say, okay, well, I'm going to ask you this and you're going to ask me this and we might say this or that. No, this is like super, super unscripted and transparent. That's who we are and that's what we wanted to portray. So that was really, really cool. Then, okay, I have to say, was it yesterday or the day before? I think it was yesterday at the dentist, but I was in a stressful situation and um, I texted you. And I text, all I said was, damn it. Of course, auto-corrected it to Sam it. Oh, yeah. But no joke. I was texting, like, I had just told him about what was going on in the stressful situation. I wrote, damn it, and you wrote, damn it. At the same time. I got sent over at the same time, yeah. Yeah, we and we we do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I Kinda think- weird. So I think we could, I would personally add that to the Pinterest craft for whoever made it. I would add ESP. I mean. Okay, fine. You don't like maybe have to have it. But if you do, then like that's a really green, that's a real green flag. It's not a a prerequisite. Okay, well. But it is, it is nice. But we have it. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think the the big thing is, um, you know, you got to see eye to eye on a lot of things uh, and under and understand that, you know, or be willing to talk through it. Right. I'm, I, should we talk about the holiday thing? Okay. So I was just about to say like, maybe we make an episode all about seeing eye to eye, but what happens when you don't? Okay. Because there are things we don't see eye to eye on, but like you just said, we do talk about it and we do figure it out. So maybe, we make a whole episode on that. And then me saying it is the reminder because I probably won't remember. Yeah. We've, but by the way, we've had like a million ideas. Yeah. And this is what happens. 
when your mind goes a million miles an hour and that's for the both of us, but yeah. we've had a million ideas and every time it's like, Hey, we'll write that down. We don't write it down and we forget. Mm-hmm. And then, well, and then we're covering such a variety of topics. So mm-hmm. our last one, we really dove into the business side of things. And this one, we're really diving into like relationship stuff and, the next one might be one of our entrepreneur things we've got going on that we might be sharing with you guys. Or, I mean, we don't ever know, you know, we we're really kind of doing a variety of topics because I'm, we're kind of hearing from everyone. Like we have people listening to us for, well, yeah, I mean, and that's important, right? We are, we're, we're getting the feedback, which is awesome. Keep it coming. And we do love that. Yeah. But this is truly our lives. Yeah. Right. We are, True, truly, every single day and every minute and every second of our lives right now is going back and forth. Yeah. Between life and our relationship and then business. Mm-hmm. And it's 24 hours a day, even when you're sleeping. Yeah. Right? Like it's back and forth. I mean, and so that's why we want to share it. Yeah. You know, the uh, topic ideas. Yeah. I mean, the questions and the feedback certainly keep, keep them coming. We want to hear that and it helps us, uh, kind of come up with the next with the next topic for sure well yeah (laughs) i'm like what else do we have i think i I don't know what else i was gonna say something and of course i did forget because it was right in the moment yeah well i mean honestly i think i think that for today on the relationship stuff you know Maybe if someone hears this and they take a 30,000 look. 30,000 foot. Yeah, 30,000 foot look. I was like, that didn't sound right. Like a take a different perspective to see do they have any of those green flags in their relationship. And obviously, by the way, if you don't have all of them or some of them, we're not saying like your relationship's not a good one and that you shouldn't be in your relationship. But guys, I understand also what it's like to be in a really long-term relationship and think that because there are so many good things going in that relationship that you should just stay in that relationship instead of developing that personal growth and really learning who you are and what you want out of life and realizing, hey, it's great that it has this, this, and this, but it doesn't have this, this, and this. And then figuring out what you really want, what you really want, you know. And some of those things, you know, it's it's a hard look in the mirror, right? Well, so so the reason why we always use the thirty thousand foot view perspective, I want to dive into that because to me, the reason why I use it is because I'm actually terrified of flying I'm terrified of it right I get super anxious um so being 30,000 feet in the air looking down on who you are and what you're doing is scary because you don't want to look down um it's a scary thing I I hate flying I hate being 30,000 feet so when I have to look down at myself and what I'm doing on a daily basis God damn, that is scary. I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to answer to the man in the mirror, you know, but it's a necessity. Part of that vulnerability part of life, you know, you have to be vulnerable enough to look down and, and, and see what's wrong with you personally. So you can better yourself. Number one, that's important. It's for you. It has to be about you first. 
and in turn you'll help others in doing doing the best for you yeah it's so good and it is hard it really is hard to to take a step back put yourself at a different view of per, of perspective you know yep. because naturally we're just selfish and we don't want to see what needs to be seen and by the way selfishness is a good thing for sure but but you got to have a different perspective you know you yeah for you got to sure. understand it you know so. we've been told being selfish is a bad thing all of our lives and it's not yeah you know the one the one thing that it talks about on one of the green flags was uh self care self care was that it yeah self care which is taking care of yourself Right. Which a lot of people view as selfish. My gosh, especially moms. Well, tell us tell us a little bit about you and kind of when we first started, when I did the program and then you decided you were going to do the program, 75 Hard. Mm-hmm. And you said, well, I, for, for one, you didn't have time, quote, you didn't have time. But then the other thing was, well, Sundays are the day that I. Oh my gosh, the day, the, the self-care thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, part of my self journey was learning to self care, you know, is constantly pouring into others and not pouring into myself. And so I had kind of established this like Sunday was a self care day and I would do like just all these things for myself on Sundays. And it really was one of the reasons why I wasn't going to do the 75 hard program. Um, which in hindsight is so silly because it was the very best thing that I ever did for myself. It pushed me out of my comfort zone. It allowed me to overcome excuses. It got my mindset mentally tough. It put me in a position where people have time. You just have to figure it out. And and in the end, it was actually the best self-care I ever could have given myself. ESP, I'm over here pointing at it. Because <laughs> you were thinking. Yeah, well, because that is true. Like, that is hands down. Yeah. Right? You laying around, and whatever, right? I'm going to probably get some kickback on this, but you laying around watching TV, sitting in a bathtub, that's cute and everything. And that's relaxing. But are you really diving into your self care? Are you really diving into your mental state of mind of where you are currently in your life? And okay, and I will piggyback on that, right? Because oftentimes, especially as moms, those things are honestly like you've hit such a point of deprivation and exhaustion and your cup is so incredibly empty that that is all you can do is go lay in a bath or go and lay and watch TV. And it's because you actually haven't been taking care of yourself. And so then when you put yourself, you know, go for a walk in your neighborhood, pick up a, you know, self uh, journey, self-development book, um, run on a treadmill, whatever, right? That's the self-care that will slowly start to fill that cup up. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, take a Sunday to take the run on the treadmill and the walk around the neighborhood and play with your kids and watch the Hallmark movie and then take a bath. Right. But a lot of times you hit such a point of just exhaustion and deprivation that that is all you can do. And it's because you're pouring from an empty cup and you're not really self-caring and you think you are, but really you're just lying to yourself and you're not pouring into your cup the way that, you know, you really need to. So, 
and I'm not saying it's it's bad to sit in the tub or whatever. I just think that there's more to self care than that. Yeah. Well, and just like what I said, it's kind of like a hand in hand, like yeah, you know, all of the all of the things. So, and then for me, um, the reason why I brought that up is uh, you you truly like you remind me of about how important it is to go to the gym. That's a big thing for me mm-hmm. is getting to the gym. And I can assure you if I miss a gym day, the world will know. And it's, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're rolling your eyes, but I'm rolling my eyes because it's, it's true. And I mean, it's just part of, it's part of your self care. It's part of your mental sanity. It's what makes you who you are, right? It's what makes you be the best leader when you pour into your team every day. It's what makes you the kind stranger. It's what makes you pick up the phone and do what you need to do for your work. It's what makes you give so selflessly, you know, to me. It's like when you don't do what you need to do. For myself. For yourself first. It's the oxygen mask thing the plane on the plane yeah. yeah that's exactly why they tell you to put the oxygen mask on first before you put it on your child yeah and you know how many moms are like what that's crazy like my kid is my world and I'm going to put it on my child first and I remember years ago thinking that being on a plane when my kids were super little and having that same thought process and then you hit this like middle growth where you're like but if I don't put it on me and I can't breathe how can my child breathe? Well, and if you really think about it to the, to the most like 10th degree, well, yeah, or the simplest <laughs> sense, I guess. Okay. Your kid did, did not pay attention. Not one fucking second of her explanation about putting the mask on when shit hits the fan. Oh, 100%. So if you think they're going to put it on, <laughs> if you think your child, I mean, I just look, I look back, right. Me being eight years old, 10 years old, like what? I couldn't even sit still. You know, my Gosh, nickname, yeah. my nick, my dad used to call me Grillo, right? And, and Grillo means uh, cricket in Spanish because I was loud and bouncing all over. The next thing you know, you would hear the cricket in the corner and then two seconds later, you'd hear it in the, <laughs> in the other corner and you're like, what the fuck? You know, because I just didn't stop. So if you think I was going to listen to those instructions about putting the mask, the oxygen mask on me, you are absolutely losing your mind. I needed my mother who kept me alive. To do that first, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. And people, I don't, you know, I truly don't get this. People, people don't understand that. Oh, my kids are my world. No, they're not. If if you're not taking care of yourself, no. Well, they are your world. You didn't well, mean, <laughs> that came out wrong. Yeah, that did come out. <laughs> they are but your like, world. Your actions aren't speaking that. It's just in order for them to, in order to give them the best version of you, You've got to give yourself the, what you, what you need, you know? Yeah. And there is a lot of a controversy in the mom groups around that. You get a lot of moms who are like, oh yeah, I don't go on dates. You know, we haven't been on a date in two years. You know, I just, I just can't leave anyone with my kid and I just can't do this and I can't do that. And it's like, if you're not taking the time for the person who's your spouse, your significant other, you know? you are not going to be giving the best version to those kids. You know, you're not, you're also not showing them what a healthy relationship and a healthy marriage is, you know? 
controversial or not, I'm sorry, but I know firsthand like how important that is. Like you and I are together are showing my kids like a healthy relationship. You know, they see day in and day out like what all of those things look like, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's days where I act like you're a 10-year-old. <laughs> Me and him are like best friends. I'm 34, he's 10. Oh, yeah, that's that's the, they both have ADHD, so they yeah. really, really, really. And then there's, you know, but uh, yeah, I, I I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and here's what I was going to say, right? Uh, we don't have kids together, but one day we will, I think. Who knows? We really don't know. But I will say one thing, you know, you were my girlfriend first. So I'm going to put that on the pedestal. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're my girlfriend first, I am like nurturing that. You and I first and my self-care and making sure that you're good. So that child can grow up to be the the, the best person that he can. Or she can. Or, or she can, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I'll probably be a girl dad. I know. You probably. Twins, probably. Oh, oh. <laughs> More like a tw- girl twins. Okay, wh- don't put that on me. <laughs> Maybe a boy and a girl. Well, I don't know. But I do oh, know that, gosh. you know, or girls. <laughs> I'm not opposed. I'm going to be an old mom. No, I mean, not saying the moms out there that have kids older are yeah, old moms, no. but you know, older be, mom. Yeah. Older. Um, so anyways. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's good for today. I think that was a really good, I think it was good. I hope somebody finds some type of value or, um, I don't know, something from it. What do you think? Yeah, no, for sure. If you've taken anything from it, um, a different approach, a different perspective. If uh, it's made you laugh, if it's made you cry, if it's uh, brought any kind of joy to you, you know, share it with your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, tell your spouse, listen to it together. I don't know. Hit subscribe, hit, hit follow, subscribe. leave a five-star review if you think it was great and five-star worthy. Definitely. Until and next time. Until next time. <laughs>